0: episode 292, the full behind-the-scenes of what probably happened at FTX. Welcome to the CryptoHunt Jam, where we spent one minute, actually today we are breaking up with a format and we'll dig deeper into what happened with FTX and the nuclear bomb it set off in Cryptoland, but as always in plain English. You've certainly heard it in the news one of the largest crypto exchanges, called FTX, went insolvent, literally overnight. Shortly after, their competitor Binance entered into a takeover agreement to save FTX, only to back out of the deal in the most spectacular way, by accusing FTX of mishandling customers' funds and being under investigation by regulators. But let's take a deep breath. Here's the crazy story of FTX and a financial game of chess that was playing right in front of us. The year is 2017. Sam Bankman-Fried, also known as SBF, is a young and eager entrepreneur. He is fascinated by Bitcoin and intrigued by the peculiarity only he seems to notice. Some exchanges in Asia are selling Bitcoin for a slightly different price than those in the US. So he starts trading. Buy where Bitcoin is ever so slightly cheaper and sell in another place for a tiny profit. Sounds like it's not worth it, but if you do it often enough, you make real money. Massive amounts in fact. His company Alameda Research ranks in the cash left and right. But as more people get in on what insiders call an arbitrage opportunity, the price gap closes and eventually it's not worth it anymore. But he has a new idea. A crypto exchange. He calls it FTX and gets funding from Binance, a competitor. Then crypto goes wild. And so does FTX. At just 30 years old, SBF is suddenly worth 24 billion dollars and all over Forbes magazine. He is on stage with Bill Clinton and Tony Blair. At his conference in the Bahamas, he runs a Super Bowl commercial with Tom Brady. The New York Times runs an article about him. He is almost as famous as Elon on Twitter. And even when crypto winter begins, he still goes around and bails out failing blockchain companies. $400 million here, $500 million there. People call him the white knight of crypto, seemingly untouchable with a noble mission of making progress in crypto for everyone's good. But it turns out that all this time he is playing a dangerous game. Remember his first business, trading on tiny price differences? Alameda Research, his first company, is still alive and well, allegedly engaging in something called front-running. They are deeply intertwined with FTX and are getting data from the exchange business to buy and sell milliseconds before FTX does. How does it make money? Well, say someone wants to buy large amounts of Bitcoin through FTX. Alameda would know first. Buy in right before FTX executes the trade. Wait for the price to go up because of the increased demand and then sell again save profit. Sounds fishy? It's actually illegal in the US. But FTX and Alameda Research are not registered here. They were in Hong Kong until recently, then moved to the Bahamas. And things are even worse behind the scenes. Think about it. For Alameda to take a lot of money by taking advantage of tiny price differences, they needed to trade many, many times, 100 times, A cent is also a dollar, but if you move $1,000 to make one cent, you need a lot of money to make a lot of cents. This means Alameda Research needs more capital. And so SBF has a clever idea. In an evil genius way, he invents the FTT token, which FTX users can buy and hold. Ownership is like a Costco card. As long as you have it, you pay less for fees on FTX and get some other benefits. As FTX grows, more FTT exists. Alameda then buys into FTT. Price goes up. SBF promotes it. Price goes up. Suddenly, it looks like Alameda has a lot of money, when in fact, almost nobody is trading the token. And Alameda starts boring against the fake money, flush with real cash in return. They continue to front run markets and the money pile keeps stacking up. This is all fine until this week, when someone publishes a secret accounting book of Alameda and people get really worried about all of that. FTT, CZ, The equally famous founder of rival Binance and early FTX investor blows the whistle and announces that Binance will sell their share of FTT overnight. Things collapse. The token loses value, people try to pull money out of FTX and eventually there is no more money FTX can let people withdraw because it's all backed by FTT, which is worthless that is called a liquidity crunch. And just like that, FTX is gone. The only prospective buyer, Binance, ran fast and far away from the deal. And that, in short, is the full story of SPF, FTX and the collapse of an empire. The white knight of crypto was flying too close to the sun right under our eyes. We hope you enjoyed this longer form today. Send us an email to podcast at cryptohunt.it to let us know. We read every email. And tomorrow we return to the regular format and talk about why these things keep happening and what you can do better to spot a scheme, even if it's that well hidden. This podcast is produced by CryptoHunt.it, the easiest place to learn crypto. This masterpiece was written by my co-founder, Arne Fogus, like almost all of the 292 episodes we produced to date. Social media is done by Brett Holman, design is done by Carmen Rincon, and my name is Christian Beiser, co-founder of CryptoHunt, and I am just the voice and your host of this daily show.